What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! All aboard! I brought my pencil! What do you wanna do with your life? Walk on home, boy! Yeah! What's up, Tutorinos? Welcome back to another episode of Rank 'em All. We are on Van Halen's third record. No, it's not Van Halen 3. It's Women and Children first. And of course, I'm one of your Rank Masters, Brando. And joining me here today is the Podfather, Nate Phillips. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over your intro. I'm an asshole. I'm the worst. Sorry. It was just a funny opportunity to say, no, Van Halen 3 isn't today. You said it was Women and Children first, which is funny because it means it comes before and then van halen 3 is not actually next so everything i just said was wrong we're starting this one off with a fucking left shoe bang i am not sure we are off the rails already today joining us yet again uh the prime time of grime time the man I don't know. I just came up with that one. Welcome back, Joe Grimes, my friend. How you doing, my brother? I'm feeling pretty good. How are you guys? Well, doing all right. Are you sweet, feeling, sweet. you know, feeling ready to get into this one? Of course, this is Rank 'Em All, the show where we take uh, all the songs on an album, we rank them, and that gives us the album rank, and we compare those ranks across the discography of any band or artist that we like, and to figure out which which albums are really the top heap or the bottom cheap. Anyway, um. Last time we did Van Halen 2, and if you've been following along with us, it kind of stuttered with us. It really didn't hit the mark on a lot of different levels, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the consensus is here today with Women and Children First. This is the first time for all of us going through this discography. Um, uh, unlike the Metallica set that Nate and I did, we knew that discography very well. We don't know this very well, so it's the first time for a lot of us, maybe for you too, so feel free to listen and rank along with us. And let us know what you think on our social medias at Rank Em All. So, guys, Van Halen, Women and Children First was released on March 26th, 1980. One year after Van Halen 2. I said this in the last album. It kind of seems like new album every year. New album every year. It's like, wow. It, it does this take away from some of the songwriting uh, finesse that you might be able to have. Uh, but, you know... To their credit, this song does. This album doesn't have a cover song. There, there are no covers on this one. And this you are incorrect. Incorrect. Um, Second to the last song is one hundred percent a cover. Who did it? The Dubs or Dubs. Nineteen fifty-seven, sixty-seven, fifty-seven. Interesting yeah, because I looked it up. I looked it up because I was conflicted about it. Because again, this is very much like the first Van Halen album. Where I was listening and uh, with Ice Cream Man, I think it was, and I'm like, the song is kitschy and interesting, and the lyrics are a little too innocent for Van Halen. Let me look into this, and then I did some digging, and you will find if you search, could this be magic? You'll find another version of the song exists. That's interesting because when I look up, when I look it up, uh, when I looked it up, it was the only thing that came up for me was Van Halen, and uh, according uh, to my information. All the all the all the songs are are, are 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 credited to them. So interesting. I'll have to check out that possible, you know, covered from the dubs. I'm uh, putting it up on the screen. For I, those see, I see, I see it, I see it. 
Anyway, yeah. guys, uh, no, we're starting this one off, uh, coming off the last album. Then again, we're going into this one. Uh, this one clocks in at 33 minutes and 35 seconds. There's only one single released from this album, and um, we're gonna go right into it. Is the first is the first uh, the single was the first track, and the cradle will rock. And I must say, coming from my own perspective, from coming from Van Halen 2, I was really conflicted about how I felt about it. And to come in right into this one, I this feels like Van Halen 1 to me. Gives it's, you their vibe again. It's back into Van Halen 1, and it was so welcomed. Maybe that affects my rank for this, that I was like, finally... You know, we're kind of getting back to some sort of normalcy here. So this is a this is a single. Of course, this is one of their one of their songs. Every this is one of the big songs from them. So I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. And this time, we're going to start with Joe. All right, uh, not too much. It's it's one of those familiar songs. You know, it was mm -hmm. it was nice to to start off with a song I'm like that I already essentially knew very well. And it's just it's it's Van Halen doing Van Halen. It's what exactly like from the first album. It's what they should have done with Van Halen too. I thought it was a, a very good start. It's I mean it's not that fantastic of a song. It's really straightforward, but it's like it's what you would want to hear. It's how you want. I would feel how you wanted the album to start. Um, that just it made my ears happy. You know, like I'm like I'm definitely mm -hmm. already into this album. You know what I yep. mean? Yep. Yes, um, it's absolutely. Been, it makes me want to listen to the rest of it. Um, yeah, for me, this was a solid. Uh, I really like this song. How about you, Nate? Uh, okay, so And the Cradle Will Rock is one of those jams that I, honest to God, forgot was a Van Halen song. Hmm. And then I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, of course this is there. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. Totally. So I was listening, and I was like, all right, cool. But then I, again, recognized, let me ask this question. Sing me a line in that verse. Tell me anything about the music other than that chorus that's in your head. It's really hard to. But for what it's worth, they score a shit ton of brownie points with me for kind of giving themselves a return to form and not locking into if they would have fucking came out and hit us with another, you know, you're no good type vibe just you know, yes. real stinker. I, I, th I think I would have been like, obviously I'm still going to do this project, but just going forward, expect all low scores because it's not <laughs> looking pretty, but this time it was a return to form. So I was like, fuck yeah, they're back. Van Halen is back. We are listening to familiarity, something that yes, while it does sound like them spewing their selves because it, that's what they put, that's what they need to be doing because they had to, find themselves again they had the sophomore slump it really happened to them that's a real thing we can see with the data that i'm sure we're going to have at the end of these episodes that they they were finding themselves this is not a band that knew what their sound directly was or what they wanted to present to the world they tried a lot of things and it's obvious especially on this album absolutely nate you got a score I gave a and the cradle brown owl will rock a seven point five seven point five. How about you, Joe? Seven point five here, man. Seven point five. I gave it an eight. As I said, it was just kind of that coming into the next one. I'm like, all right, reset, complete reset. 
Not that for me the last album ended that bad. It was just the overall experience was like, hmm. But then we go into the next song, and and it's a complete different thing. So everybody wants some is the next track, and it is this song has been featured in 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 movies like Zombieland. And stuff like that. And um, if you want to hear what I wrote, um, has a long intro. Takes a long time to get into this song. I actually had that as well. And it's a good solid minute, right? I mean, close yeah. to. Oh, over so a I, minute by the time it actually it's starts. Over a minute, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the yeah. overall track <laughs> length is five minutes and five seconds. And a minute, over a minute of that is just this intro and damn near a minute and a half isn't it close. close and when we get to it it um it sounds like when, when, when I, I seriously wrote this before I saw that it was in a movie I wrote in my notes this doesn't sound like an actual song it sounds like soundtrack to a movie yeah just running around in the movie and you're just going to hear like power core there's a little bit of a song here but I feel like for it being five minutes long there's not much of a song here right there I mean there's some vocals there it it keeps going in and out of that if that makes any sense to you guys and Nate do you have anything to add uh, this is a track that I obviously know as a Van Halen song, but have never been ultra fond of. Mm-hmm. However, sticking with the vibe of that last song, you know, we're, we're, the cradle will rock. I'm still jamming on it. Everybody wants some comes on. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm already listening to Van Halen. I might as well just fucking enjoy this, you know? So I like get into <laughs> it, the long, you know, long, you know, that it, it, it takes a long time to develop their idea it's a lot of foreplay and not a lot of action and that sometimes doesn't work for me give me a nice healthy balance of both cradle my balls while you're at it you know like that (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get it in there once listen these guys are sick fuckers you guys will figure it out later in some of their album titles you'll be like oh i see what they did there Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm just being the realist right now and i i didn't hate the song couldn't tell you what any part of the verse does or how that Mm -hmm. rhythm even goes i know the chorus because brando nailed it soundtrack jam it's just uh you know the guys in the car and like driver type zone or baby driver or whatever and he's just fucking flying 80 on the freeway and then taking this exit at a crazy you know angle or whatever shit and this is just jamming and it just gets your fucking blood up like it it definitely works for energy but there's no substance what about you joe yeah uh it's just uh, what what else can be said the, the yeah. intro i mean like you're listening to it and then you're like okay we're getting into the song nope still the intro okay now they got to be getting into nope still the intro you're just waiting for the end of the intro and then you're like, God damn it. When's the end of the song? I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, it's 
from start to beginning, there's just not much to it. Um, I still like it. It's still, it's still very Van Halen. Um, but I, I would have given it a higher score if it wouldn't have been for just that long intro. The bridge was cool. Uh, but that's that intro just kills it for me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been unfortunate because I, I think we all kind of hit it. It just, we went from cradle to rock to get right back to where we were. And then we just kind of like plummeted a little bit, not into, not into darkness, but I I just don't think there's much of a song here. It's just in and out. So I gave it a 4.5. I went right from eight all the way down to there. How about you, Joe? Uh, five, five. How about you, Nate? I actually gave it a, 6.25. 6.25. All right. Um, yeah, and the reason for that low score for me is just, is, it, it literally is just, uh, I'm sitting there not necessarily enjoying it because it's not much for me to get into. Uh, the next song, though, it kind of reminded me of the last album's good songs or better songs where it had, like, the energy. But it had, but what it has an energy it kind of like like lacks in anything else like it like it has it's a straight rock song it, it's like all right it's a step up from the last song for sure cuz it's an actual song to me but it's just like man um where are we going here and so that's where i'm at with fools the next song is fools i i actually didn't say the name of the name of the track fools We'll start with Joe this time. Do you have anything for fools? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, it's it's another one of those. I thought it was a good song, but what really killed killed it for me. We keep going back to this point is the vocal crap that Dave does. Like worked better uh, on the last song, right? Yeah, it is. But like that stuff, he, the weird stuff he does with the vocals, and then the, the like the scat singing type stuff, vaudeville type stuff he does mm-hmm. towards the end of the song where it's like does does that really need to be there it like it just does it need to add that little touch to it or could you have just left it alone the song would have been fine um and i think i think for me that's why i kind of ranked it a tiny bit lower than i initially wanted to just because of the that the beginning and the, and the scat singing towards the end was just a little odd for me How about you nate uh fools was making me feel like a fool for listening to it because I don't remember it. Ollie didn't like it. He was like, what is this? This is when he first kind of popped into talking about what we were listening to because the other songs were just jams and you know he might have probably actually heard the first two songs before somewhere. But this song, he was like, this is not good. Not, not good. And I kind of just really didn't find any one thing I loved about it. I do, I do want to just say... It maybe didn't get said enough in that last uh, episode, but Eddie's guitar work, regardless of the overall songs, is insane. Like, he does some of the wildest, out there, bizarre sounding mixed with how he compliments himself and solo. Like, it's just the creativity is insane. It's out of sight. And even if not all their songs connect with me on these next couple albums, or these past couple albums, the heart is there. You know, it's not for mm-hmm. a lack of trying. I just think that they didn't. They, 
I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say it here. This is becoming evident, and we don't obviously have the numbers and figures yet. But if we were side by siding right now and doing one episode of Van Halen, one episode of Van Hagar, I feel like the Van Hagar stuff is gonna just be substantially higher ranked because at that point they have found who they are as musicians and how to work together where they're still getting their feet. I mean, the Metallica had from 81 to 83 to really get their shit together to show off or kill them all. And all of that has happened in Van Halen in three years is three different albums, three different tour cycles and being thrust into the limelight. That's a lot. And, um, Fools was just okay. I don't think it was the worst song they've done. It's not. It's definitely not my least favorite on this album. We will definitely get there to my lowest scored song, quite possibly in their discography. We'll have to see. Uh, but for me, Fools was just okay. I'm going to just leave it at that. I gave it a six. What would you give it, Nate? 5.25. Um, how about you, Joe? 6.5. 6.5. The next song, Romeo Delight. And I, I actually kind of dig this song a little bit. It's got energy. And yeah. it, and uh, once again, to kind of what Nate has said, say anything that Dave says in the in like in the verses. Because he's he's riffing. He's saying stuff. I because I have the lyrics right here. There, oh please, yes. Do there, a live reading. There's a there's a verse that says want want, want to see my ID try to tr- try to clip my wings don't have to show you proof of anything I know the law friend at, at the eleventh hour I'm going back outside mm, and give it a try I'm at your I'm your last loose end and then baby please can't take it anymore baby please so it's like that I like the energy and it gets into that like really fast and rocking uh, Van Halen sound. Mm-hmm. And the stu- and like even though, as an example, I said, give me an example of what he says in the verse, and we can't. Um, it, I'm not really focused on that on this song. I'm, I'm more focused on the. It was a different feel, and no, I kind of dug this song, especially you know better than fools. So we'll start with who wants to go next. Right. Good. Right. Who, 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 who? I'll go next. All right. I got this shit. Listen. Um, Romeo Delight. Here's my thoughts. Unmemorable. Again, I fall into this trap of the riff is nice, but the substance is not there vocally. If I can't get hooked on what you're saying, I can't get into it. But Brando. When you just read those lyrics, you made me kind of realize maybe Dave is way ahead of his time and maybe he was the greatest rap MC ever who never realized it because those would make really good rap, rap lyrics. Like what you just said makes for better, like fast talking, like, I don't know. It just seems like more of a rap tune to me when you say the lyrics like that. But all in all, Romeo Delight was another just, not hit didn't do it for me it didn't at all do it for me this was where i started to go oh god here we are again we're falling into this pattern of mediocre uh, of less than the absolute best that you kind of you know believe that van halen is but hey 
I tell you what, I bet Van Halen has the most sold fucking greatest hits albums of all time. <laughs> Next to Credence. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about you, Joe? You got anything for Roma Delight? Uh, not much. Uh, it's it's just really drivey. I like the just that straight punch that Michael's bass has. Like that's for like pretty much everything. But the fact like for half a song he's going, you know, it's just it's ah, it's I can't say much about it. It's just I just really dig this song. I thought it was really good. All right, what'd you give it, Joe? Uh this one I gave an eight. An eight. I gave it a seven. How about you, Nate? Four point two five. It's very funny to see sometimes how far apart some of us are. But that's mm-hmm. interesting. That I feel like that is what makes this series more interesting. Because even though we do agree where we place that on a scale of enjoyability is a bit different. This next one, Tora Tora. Yeah. What? Uh, is this... Okay, I'm, I'm, so... The, 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 is this not... Excuse me. When I first saw it, I'm like, is this another instrumental? And is this not just a glorified intro? Oh, it is. It's a long, long go boy intro. Yes, and honestly... That gets its own track for some reason. I think that... I, I, I need to re-listen because I, I definitely wrote my rating down after I listened to the whole song, but... This was the song I'm quoting here for you audio listeners. This the the whole song, fucking forty six seconds or whatever bullshit it was. At f- either at the first or at the end, I really liked it, and either at the first or at the end, I really hated it. <laughs> so I can't remember which came first, the part that I really liked or the part that I really fucking hated. I think the part I really hated was at the beginning because it was really confusing. Like, what the fuck is even going on? And then it, like, po- pops into, like, kind of a jam, uh, which then becomes the intro. I think that's actually exactly it. So I hate the beginning. I like the end. But I did not score this quote-unquote song very highly. What? <laughs> I can't believe I have to rate this song. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So um, the reason why this doesn't get my lowest score is because of the track that follows it. But, Joe, do you have anything to say about Tora Tora. Is it, in fact, Bora Bora? Uh, All I gotta say is who keeps ordering Spinal Tap? I'm not (laughs) kidding. Seriously. Think about it. I had to look this up. I I looked up segments of the movie because it reminds me of Stonehenge at the very beginning. Stonehenge. And then... Directly after that, I think rock and roll creation when they come out of those pods and Derek Smalls gets stuck <laughs> inside the pod, you know. If you listen to that again, imagine that part of the movie, and, and that's exactly what Tora Tora is. Perfect. It's, oh my gosh. It's so I mean, they Spinal Tap had to have a lot of Van Halen's crap in mind to oh. <laughs> I gave it a five. Would you give it Nate? Three point seven five. Joe. Five. Five. So the next song, the song that Tora Tora goes into is Tora Tora, and my God, this song kicks off. I'm like, this sounds like something off of like a later Megadeth record. 
Yeah, it's heavy as fuck. And I'm like, wow. And then Dave started singing. Yeah. And at that point, Edward Van Halen knew that he fucked up. (laughs) I'm going to read the lyrics. Please do. Mm, Baby, I'm checking out. I think you ought to know. I'm only wasting time. I think I better go. You ain't too civilized. Oh, lost control, 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 lost control. Baby, I'm checking out. I think you better ought to know. Yeah, I'm only wasting time. I think I better go. You ain't too civilized. Oh, lost control, lost control, lost control. Ah, ha, oh, ha. Lost control, lost control, lost control. You get it. These lyrics were written down and copyrighted by Warner Music. Bro, this song is about rape. Am I wrong? <laughs> I Were you able to get context from that? He said, I, I, I'm, I'm checking out. I'm yeah. only wasting time. You ain't too wasting civilized. Time. Checking her out. Yeah, she's not civilized because he sees that she's probably a slut. Quote unquote, using that audio listeners, quote unquote, because I don't want you to. But yeah, that's what I gleaned from this song is that essentially he's checking a lady out. He's wasting time because he's trying to see if she's going to notice that he's checking her out. She doesn't, but he's like, fuck it. She doesn't look like she's civilized and would probably enjoy, quote unquote, enjoy me having my way. And then, quote unquote, lost control, lost control, lost control. Dude. And I think that's what the song is about. Honest the, to God. the only reason why my rating is what it is is because musically this song kicks. The vocals annoy me. Yes. Annoy me. And that is the first song from Van Halen. I've had stuff here went, oh, I don't like it. This has been no. This is worse than a no. Did you almost have a lost control to turn it off, but you had to finish it so you could actually rank it? <laughs> yes, yes. Joe, lost did you control, have lost control? Yeah, lost, lost control. Dude, I, I tell you what, like, I mean, I, I know my ass has ADD, and I had trouble following this crap. Like, I'm, I, you know, this was all over the freaking place for me. There's just so much going on. I can't focus on any one thing. Like, I could barely make up the lyrics just because I'm trying to focus on, like you said, me being a drummer. I always pick out the drumming in a lot of the songs. So we're trying to pick out everything else. I couldn't focus on one friggin' thing this whole song, man. I, it was it was a lot. My ears uh, had lost control, lost control, lost they control. I have lost control of my ears for sure. What'd you give it, Nate? Mm. Yeah, I had to double confer with the notes. <laughs> my lowest score in this uh, album or in this band's discography I gave this a 3.25 Joe I, I gotta go with a 4 man 4 I gave it a 3 gave it a 3 up next take your whiskey home and now okay. we're back thank you for joining us after this break no, that wasn't an ad break that was not inserted into the podcast. No, Van Halen took a break for about four songs and decided to come back and t- make a good album again. So, Oh, they tapped Spinal Tap out and got back in the yeah, game? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, no. Take your, take your Whiskey Home is grooving. 
So good. I, I love this. This is like an acoustic little thing, and it kind of gets heavier. It has like... Dick, 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 and it has that... It, it's almost... Um, it, it, it borrows a little bit of that groove and bluesiness from Ice Cream Man, but they kind of heavy it up a little bit more. Yeah. And, and I, I have the lyrics here. Hold on. Uh, but I definitely want to. I definitely want to read, read the lyrics. But let's get what Joe has to say. But w- w- while I'm doing that, well, yeah, I just I really like taking it back to that bluesy feel, uh, <clears throat> that acoustic. Oh, I just, oh my god, it was so good. The, the start, the, like everything about it. Um, and I also had to bring up uh, the the bass. Michael's bass had like that, also that prominent bass punch, like yeah. everything does. But it stood out to me more in this song than it had in uh, in most of the album. I really, really liked it. It was, I was getting to the point, you know, we started out strong. We started off like, like we did in the first album. And then it seemed like every track since, I was like, I couldn't wait to get to the next song. Just because I'm like, okay, this one was a letdown. Is what's the next one going to be like? And yeah, this one just brought me back up. I'm like, okay, now I'm invested. I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. Got me back into the album. Uh, just totally love this song. Oh yeah, no. Uh, so one thing that that I like about it, like they they end like a couple of their little thing because it's not really necessarily a, a a verse chorus type setup here. Um. <laughs> But it's like uh, they end it with, uh, well, I said she, she said, I think it hit him for a whole lot of trouble and repeats it. Yeah, I think it hit him for a whole lot of trouble. If you take your whiskey home, and it's good. Yeah. Right I'm like, man, let's see. Here it is. This is one of those awesome, neat little surprises on a Van Halen record that we had in a Van Halen one that I had had no idea what this song was coming out of loss of control, loss of control, loss of control to now taking my whiskey home. And, um, I am glad to say that for the remainder of the album, take your whiskey home, lift, lifted it up for me. Like it's taken it home for me. And, uh, Nate, what do you got for take your whiskey home? Well, I think you guys actually nailed it. It is an uplifting revitalization back to the snap into it. Hey, Wake the fuck up. You're still listening to Van Halen. Like, don't forget you're tuning in to something that could actually amaze you for a second. And it does. And you're like, okay, this song jams. And it does start to bring everything up. It also makes me look at the album as a whole and go, look, they Oreoed it. They put the good shit. Reverse Oreo because the good shit's usually in the middle. (laughs) The good shit's on the outside this time and the bad shit's in the middle. And it's it's like maybe it's one of those new gluten free Oreos. It, all Oreos are gluten free, isn't that crazy? I just taught you something. That's true. They're all vegan. All Oreos are vegan. You vegan. all have been eating a vegan snack, a vegan snack. Yeah, <laughs> a vegan. You once were a vegan, and now you must be gone. <laughs> Old Scott Pilgrim versus the World quote. Anyways, uh, yeah, take your whiskey home for me. Was a six point seven five, guys. What did you rank it? I gave it an eight. I liked it. I, I I dig the fuck out of this song. How about you, Joe? Mm-hmm. Nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah! Nate, you and your 6.75. The next song, Could This Be Magic? Nate, while we were here talking, I did a little bit of homework. You figured out if it is actually a cover or not. It's the same name, but those lyrics... Different song. Those, those lyrics do not match. Noted. Good. I'm glad it's not a cover. Um... 
because you said the dubs, and I looked up the dubs, and yeah, no, the maybe we can go listen to it later on, but that has uh, that has songwriters and uh, lyrics copyrighted with Unit Chapel Music, and the Van Halen one has uh, you know the songwriters as the band uh, Dave Van, uh, Dave uh, Eddie and uh, Alex and Michael. And the lyrics um, are definitely shared, so it makes me wonder. Hmm. That's Warner Brothers. Uh, it's Warner Brothers, Mugambi, D- Diamond Dave. Okay, so if it's, it's copyrighted by Diamond Dave, we know who that is. Yep. So could this be magic? My bad, folks. My fucking bad. Um, <laughs> whoops. My okay, so. I told Joe I had something to say, and I had to uh, make a comparison. Mm-hmm. I struggled to like or hate this song at first. It was one of those where I'm like, it was like the way that the guitar, because it's all acoustic. This is just jamming, and from what I assume is Dave, because Dave could play guitar, and it was just Dave and Eddie, you know, with Eddie playing the more intricate stuff. And uh, But it's goofy. And it's like the way it follows the down, 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 down. And I don't know if I like that, but I kind of do because I made a comparison, Joe, and I and I and I hope you'll appreciate this. I think this song screams Richard Olovich. Ha. Okay. It's quirky. Weird. And I've always thought in my interactions with Richard. He reminds me of David Lee Roth. Okay, I can watch see that. an interview with David Lee Roth. He is like David Lee Roth when he when because Dave is always he's so out there and eclectic. You know, eclectic is the word for him. Definitely, right. he, watch his interview with uh, Joe Rogan where he's more reined in but still out there. Yeah, watch him on his interviews with anybody else when he's like. And that's us watching him going, what is he saying? Richard was like that, but more reined in and more topic oriented. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've heard his own music, he was goofy. And I don't mean that this song is funny in it's necessarily straight up verbiage, how it's sung. I can see Richard doing something like that. Yeah. Once I got that and remembered how I thought David Lee Roth and Richard have some sort of shared uh, string a thread of life or whatever it is uh, among them. I'm like, I started liking it a little bit more. Okay. And That's, I like that. Yeah. Uh, there's actually uh, the lyrics in uh, when they do the group vocals and I see lonely ships upon the water better save the women and children first. That's the title of the album. And it reminds me of that Family Guy joke. Ah, they said it. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. The, it, like it reminded <laughs> me of when uh, of when Metallica randomly said "Death Magnetic" and that became the album title. You know, <laughs> it's like there yeah. it is. But uh, no, I just instantly Vaudevillian song too. Yes, a little bit yeah. of, of the way. First. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That like oh man, I like this song quite a bit. 
Um, do you have anything to add other than that, Nate? Or uh, no, I... you nailed it, man. Honestly, and, and the added thing about Rolo made it even sweeter, man. Honestly, oh, yeah. the song for sure. How about you, Joe? Not much to add to that. Uh, you know, it wasn't my favorite, but yeah, it was. It was different. It was just. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was different. Like uh when it says uh you know better save the women and children first the next line sail away with someone's daughter better save the women and children first uh-huh sure <laughs> all right all right i gave it a seven what'd you give it nate a seven bro whoa and joe seven whoa seven all lucky sevens on that one. That's crazy. That uh, that is the first time since eruption we've all had the same score. <laughs> it is. So that comes to the last song in a simple rhyme. I was writing high off the last two songs, getting to this song, and but this song really stands out to me just a little bit because I said in my notes, so close to Van Halen, good, awesome, clean intro. The bass sticks out so much here, doing some cool little scales and runs, and I love the like the chorus picking between the, you know, b- you know between the guitar and the bass. I thought that was just really neat here. Um, also, the end of the song, you think it's over, and then it keeps playing something. Apparently, on the CD or on the on the uh, cassette and vinyl, it faded out, but on the CD, it played the full thing because that. Uh, apparently they were going to start the next album with the continuation of that riff and it was good, but they never did it. So, um, no, I, I think the last three songs here really kind of ended in a much better way in a more positive, like, um, you know, Joe, when I talk to you, uh, just because we try not to talk to each other and give each other exactly what we think or give each other our scores, but I do like to just get a, a, a like a sense, especially with Van Halen too. I'm like, am I the am I the one? Am, am I going to be the one that doesn't like this? And everyone else is going to be looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh, but I but I I but I listen to this uh, Women and Children first. I got it done before uh, Joe and Nate did, and I just uh, you know Joe said he needed to listen to it, and I said my opinion, it was better. Maybe not drastically, but it was in the step in the right direction, and I kind of feel like. That's what. That's kind of how we end it with in a simple rhyme, and I kind of dug it. So, uh, yeah, jump in. Whoever wants to say something. I I didn't think there was anything like too special about it. Um, what did I have? I just you know I mean it was a solid strong song. I mean it was just a strong way to end the album. Um, but it's the same thing we mentioned before. I couldn't tell you much about the lyrics, you know, like I focus so much on the music. Sometimes the lyrics just kind of fade away for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I did like it. It was, it was a solid song though. How about you, Nate? I thought in a simple rhyme was a really nice closer to an album that the best way to summarize was Van Halen dancing across a stage they didn't realize had a manhole cover. They dropped into the manhole cover for a minute, but luckily found the ladder before time ran out, got back on stage, powered through, and gave us some semblance of their actual staying power as a band, which is 
really refreshing to see that they were able to do that. I do think this is where we will start to see more of an evolution in the band and their sound. Fair warning being what we're doing next, uh, 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 I believe is going to be a totally uh, different shift for this band and where we're going to see them start to evolve their songwriting capabilities as well as their production capabilities. We're in the 80s now, so technology is evolving. We're mm -hmm. all growing and changing with the times here. So it is going to be interesting to follow this band's journey and see what is to come next. But In a Simple Rhyme was, like I said, it was just icing on an okay cake. Like, the, at least the fucking icing was there, man. It could have been a dry-ass <laughs> cake with no icing, they put some icing. I'm happy with it. I do think that after they lost of control, 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 <laughs> that they found control and were able to regain fucking composure. Yeah. And stop jerking off in the corner or whatever it was they were doing, lost control. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just beating off in the corner, and that's, that's oh. the allegory for the song is he just couldn't couldn't hold <laughs> had, had to louis ck the chick he couldn't stop himself but um yeah man i think uh that this song deserves my score which is a 7.25 wow i gave it a 7.5 how about you joe 7.5 wow we were really close there again guys yeah th do those last few songs here uh man they were really good Strong. Um, yeah, and, and and I mean, you had a couple in there to me that were a bit, you know, like you know the soundtrack song. You know, you had you know, you know a little bit of energy here and there, and, and and then like the weird Torah lost control thing. It's just like what's going on here. Mm -hmm. But like these last three songs, mixed with and the cradle were rock. Like that's what I'm gonna take away from this. It's like yeah, you know what we had four, what how many tracks was it? Eight, nine. Four out of nine that are pretty damn good songs. And songs that uh, you know, will all four of these make my playlist? I think so. Like 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 if I'm gonna make a Van Halen playlist about songs that I'm carrying forward with me, um mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be those four because everything else on here was just kinda eh, maybe okay, maybe Romeo Delight. I I, I did kind of dig that. But um yeah, guys, uh that's gonna wrap it up for women and children first. I was trying to see if I could easily see how many albums that it had sold. Um, and I'm not seeing a direct number offhand. It has gone platinum uh three times in the United States, so at least three million here. So um not as big as preview two. something for a second. Preview something? Well, not really preview something. I just peeked ahead to get a get an idea of what we're getting into and uh -huh. i i, I kind of think we're in for a little bit of a longer stretch we're not gonna see some real and i don't know the quality of the music yet i'm just basing it on the fact that none of the next two albums have any hits that i even can recognize i said the same thing but i was wrong oh there's a song oh buddy i'm already into and i'm already into the next album Oh, okay. oh shit! Am I? I need to be jazzed about it, or is that what you're telling okay, me? Okay, so here's so, so here's the thing. I got into the next album on accident. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to really move forward yet, but it was on shuffle because I was we. It was after we rode in the car to up to see you, you know, and, and and I had that on, and I had it on, and this song came on, and I'm like, wait, I know this one, and I looked at, it, I'm like, that's what it's called. Uh -huh. And my answer was, fuck yes. 
Oh, okay. I love it. Man. I, All right. Yeah, no, there's a song on the next album I fucking love. And coming off of, and granted, it was a, it's not the first track on the album. I, I, want, I want to say that. It's not the first track on the album. But it was the first song that came up on accident. And I was stoked to see that it was on the next album, especially coming after the last two. And maybe they weren't the biggest and strongest efforts. But I'm like, maybe. I, and I'm hoping that the next album for me isn't that one song. And everyone else is like, damn. You know? Yeah. The, the one. But no, I... It, it's actually one of my favorite little uh, songs from them. But really quick here, as we wrap up the episode, my album rank for Women and Children First was a 7.5. Nate, yours was a 7.25. And Joe, yours was a... No, wait, no. I'm reading the wrong one. Uh, that was the last sorry. ranks we just gave for a simple rhyme. <laughs> They're bold, Brando. They're bold. <laughs> they are bold. I the was album like, wow, didn't... that's really high. I no, was... no, 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 they're not that high. My album rank was 6.2222222222. So just press two for a while. Um, uh, Nate's yours was 5.69. So you got to love that 69. And Joe, yours was 6.61. So you had the highest uh, out of here. And the average master rank for women and children first was point. One seven, which places it in second place right now among the above Van Halen too. Yep, yep. Which is shocking because this had lower scores for me. A couple, yeah. Yep, same here. But overall, it edged it out. And uh, you know, we're gonna keep on trucking into fair warning, like we said. And then, of course, after that, we have Diver Down, Diver Down in '84. So we have three more albums with With Diamond Diamond Dave. Dave, and then we're off into the Hagar era. So, yeah, it's going to get exciting because late, like you said, we're going to start getting into that era of the band where they start finding themselves and become more musically round and actually not just finding themselves as a musician, but finding the signature sound that they would run with. I have a question, teacher. Go ahead, student. And no, I'm not hot for teacher. Just oh, oh, damn it. Come on. <laughs> I'm not that bad. No, it's not that you're bad looking. You're you're a good looking guy, but oh, I'm just. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we are going to be ranking humans being correct. That is a, an extra track that needs to be covered on this show. Am I? Am I? Humans being. That would be the one singular song that broke Van Halen up. When was that done? 1996 for the Twister soundtrack. <laughs> That broke the band up. Well, I guess we have to cover it. Then. Well, it, yeah, it, I mean, there's some history with that for sure. I didn't. We hadn't talked about it off air otherwise, so I figured now might just be an okay place here at the third. Four, what, how many? We're, th- th- we're three in. We're three. three in here. We're right at the midway point of Diamond Dave, guys. Right at the midway yep. point. Absolutely. So, um, I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, same here. And uh, once again, guys, thank you for joining me uh, to listen to and rank the Van Halen albums and discography and we want to thank all of you guys once again for tuning in and seeing what we have and we want to, we want to hear your scores we want to hear your rank give us a hit us up on that social media at rank them all podcasts on uh, instagram twitter and facebook let us know what you think of the mighty van halen and their trek down their discography and uh you, you can also check out the podcast and all those different podcast places all those uh apples and spotify's and google's and tune ins and places like that um Oh, and in YouTube, there's a video version over on YouTube where you can sit there and, and watch us 
break each other with Spinal Tap references. I think if there's going to be a drinking game for Van Halen, it's going to be spy- anytime Spinal Tap is mentioned, <laughs> you're going to have to finish your drink. But oh, yeah. uh, uh, no, this has been a great exercise uh, for, for going through because, again, it's going down stuff, a lot of stuff I hadn't heard, and I'm finding stuff in here on each one that I like. You know, Despite some of the downward turn with Van Halen 2, there was still stuff on there that I did like, and equally so, if not more so, than for Women and Children First. And I'm looking forward to having all you guys join us for the next album that we're going to be doing. Fair warning, do your homework, listen and rank as we set a sail upon a open waters. Well, I'm going to add you out of Later on, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>